The Thoughtful Traveler in Route Trains, planes, and automobiles, each of these modes of transportation presents its own set of concerns for the business traveler. Up, up, and away. Airline travel is complicated. By, number one, the penchant airlines have for changing their rules, and number two, the fact that in the post-9-11 world, airports have stricter rules regarding security. Take note, if there's one place on earth where an ordinary citizen must always follow direction, it's an airport. Luggage and ID So there won't be any surprises. Before you pack your bags, check with the airline regarding size limits for carry-on luggage and the number of pieces allowed. You will be asked for a photo identification when you check in and will be barred from boarding if you can't produce a driver's license or some other form of photo ID. If a glitch does occur, you can exhibit your first courteous act of the trip by not arguing with airline employees or making a scene. To avoid problems, get in the habit of jotting down a checklist of essential articles and then running through it before you leave for the airport. Wardrobe items, toiletries, business papers, and personal documents with your photo ID and or passport at the top of the list. Tip. Check the expiration date on your driver's license and or passport. It would be frustrating to see the list to have a security officer refuse to let you through the security checkpoint because your documentation had expired. In the air. As amazing as it seems, the bad behavior of some airborne passengers qualifies as a threat to safety, with alcohol often to blame. Notorious cases abound. The man who wrestled with an attendant for a liquor battle shouting obscenities, the enraged women who knock an airline attendant to the floor because there were no more sandwiches, and incidents even more appalling. As for minor incivilities, you might as well just grin and bear them. If you don't respond to boorish behavior with similar reactions, your journey will at least feel a lot smoother. Any true unaccepted behavior, however, should always be reported to the flight attendant. Some airplanes does and don'ts. Do tell the flight attendant if you need to deplane quickly. He or she may be able to move you to the seat closer to the front. Do carry on at least a brief conversation with a stranger next to you but only if you are sure he or she invites it. Conversely, politely, cut off and welcome chit-chat by excusing yourself to read a magazine or do your work. Do ask anyone seated next to you whether they will be bothered by the clicking of your laptop computer. Do treat airline attendants politely. Be patient when you make a request. Say please and thank you. And thank them when you deplane. Don't try to board before your seat number is called. Never try to push ahead of the fellow passengers while walking down the boarding ramps.
and be careful not to block the aisle for more than a few seconds when putting luggage in an overhead compartment. Don't crush other people's belongings in an overhead compartment to make room for your own. If there's no room for your luggage, ask the flight attendant for help. If he or she has no solution, accept that you must check the bag. Personnel are usually standing by, by to make sure it gets into the cargo hold. Don't embarrass the helpless parents of a carrying child. If a noisy infant or restless youngster disturbs you, leave your seat and scout the plane to see if a vacant seat is available. If, as a rule, you find crying babies intolerable, add earplugs to the items in your carry-on bag. Don't overdo the alcohol. Don't overdo the alcohol. Watch your drinking or avoid it altogether, especially if you're going to attend a meeting after arriving. No matter how liberal your corporate culture, you don't want to be met by a colleague or even more important, a client with liquor on your breath. On a train. Business people who travel between major cities in the same general part of the country have the luxury of choosing rail over air. Naturally, the tenets of courteous airplane travel apply equally to travel on a train, whether for a business trip or the daily commute. One becomes even more key, the use of electronic devices. Unlike airline passengers, Railroad travelers are able to use their personal cellular phones to conduct business, ring up a friend, or check the football scores if they so wish. A simple rule of thumb for cell phone use. If using the phone will disturb the people around you in any way, don't use it. And if you do use it, don't talk about anything confidential or personal. Note, many trains today have cars designated as quiet cars, on which use of cell phones or other electronic equipment is prohibited. Above all, don't emulate those most thoughtless of business travelers who have a way of turning their seats and nearby vacant ones into an office of sorts. Spreading out papers and tapping away on a laptop when not shouting into a phone. They are the reasons an extended trip on a train has even more potential than airline flight to make life miserable for travelers. On the road. It's stating the obvious to say that someone driving to another town for a meeting should allow plenty of time to reach their destination. If you realize you're going to be late, pull to the side of the road and use your cell phone to give your estimated time of arrival. Notification enables your client or colleagues to continue with their own routine until you arrived. Not only will they appreciate your thoughtfulness, but your own anxiety will also be relieved. Another reason to build extra time in your schedule is concern for your own safety. 
you won't have to floor the gas pedal to make your appointment. The most common cause of accidents is speeding. Drive at the speed limit. Turn your blinker before changing lanes and don't tailgate cars in front of you. Keep in mind that speeders and tailgaters also run the risk of eliciting so-called road ranged on the part of other drivers, an eventuality to be avoided at all costs. Wouldn't it be the icing on the cake to gesture rudely toward the driver of another car, then arrive at your afternoon appointment only to see the same driver walking over to greet you? In a taxi or limousine. Time was, out-of-town arrivals at an airport or train station had to be wary of literally being taken for a ride by Ancropolis taxi drivers. Today, however, the fares between most airports and major train stations and nearby destinations are strictly regulated, with the standard charges posted both at taxi stands and at the cubs themselves. Reconfirm this fare before stepping into the taxi, however. For extra certainty, call ahead to your host or hotel to check on taxi availability and rates as well as the best route to your destination. Paying Make sure you have small bills in your wallet in case the driver isn't able to make change, although it is the driver's responsibility to be able to change at least a $20 bill. This doesn't guarantee he or she can. Tip the driver 15% of the fare. Live reservice. The change problem can be avoided altogether by arranging to have a car or a limousine service pick you up at the airport or train station. These services allow you to pay by credit card with the cost determined upfront, which means no surprises. Better still, the car will be ready and waiting when you arrive, relieving you of having to scramble to find a taxi. All-day service Travelers with hectic schedules should consider a third alternative, hiring a limousine and driver for a full day or even the whole trip. The driver will be at your service for as long as necessary patiently waiting at the curb whenever you have to be picked up. This kind of arrangement doesn't come cheaply, but the peace of mind you gain may be worth the extra cost. Pointers for car passengers A car passenger traveling with fellow business persons should watch his or her piece and cues. Jabbering on about something can distract the driver who may be reluctant to tell you so. You'll have to use your experience or intuition to gouge the appropriate level of conversation. Other hints, don't lose yourself in your laptop unless there's urgency to make a deadline that the driver shares. Withdrawing completely is undiscourteous as talking someone's ear off. Before turning on the radio, ask your companion's permission and what kind of station they prefer. 
use your cell phone only when really necessary or when business call is being made on behalf of you and any others in the car. If you are the driver, remember that safety comes first. By all means, don't smoke, especially if someone else's car. If you must have a cigarette, wait for a rest stop. Traveling with your boss. If you find yourself setting off on business trip with the boss, keep two words in mind. Respect and deference. No bowing and scraping is in order, nor should your boss expect it. But holding doors, seeing to it that she has the more comfortable seat, and letting her initiate a conversation shows an unspoken understanding of your respective ranks. Unless your executive traveling companion insists on doing them herself, you should take charge of various tasks. Hailing cabs, checking in at the hotel, making restaurant reservations, and tipping service people. Stay on your toes in all regards. Traveling with a boss gives you the opportunity not only to let her get to know you, but better, but also for you to shine. The Thoughtful Traveler at Your Destination no matter how worried you feel, be gracious as you check in at your hotel. If you have to make any special request, a polite demeanor will get you further than a bruxed one. If, say, you failed to reserve a meeting room in advance and one isn't available, you may need to ask whether you can use a table in the dining room or cocktail lounge during off hours. Remember these tips as you check in and get settled. Number one, for safety's sake, don't confirm your room number aloud when you are given your key, electronic, or otherwise. On the off chance of this reputable character in the lobby has spotted you as a likely target. The whereabouts of you and your belongings will remain a secret. If you find something about your room you don't like, call the front desk and ask for a change, giving the reason. The room is too noisy, too near the elevator, or has a poor view. Most hotels will try to accommodate your request depending on availability. And lastly, call your host to let him or her no, you've arrived. Confirm the time of your meeting. For example, I'll be there at 8 o'clock sharp tomorrow morning. Look forward to seeing you then. The Thoughtful Traveler Dealing with Hotel Staff Large hotels have full-service staffs to assist their customers. Although the staff may be extremely deferential, and willing to handle most requests, don't treat them as servants. Instead, make a point of being courteous and don't skimp on tipping. Not only is this the right thing to do, but word spreads about rude or difficult guests who can expect no more than a minimum of attention. In some hotels, you'll find a fridge full of snacks and beverages 
there for the taking. The guest selects an item and checks it off an attached bill. The mini bar and food cost are then added to your room charge at checkout. There should also be an attached price list. Look it over carefully. The markup for these convenience is considerable. And if you aren't careful, it will add a surprising amount to your bill. The same holds for in-room phone calls, which can carry substantial premiums. Check all phone tariffs before using and bring a prepaid phone card if you plan on making extensive use of the phone.